0: Alright, howdy, and welcome to Logically, a show where we talk about the logical-emotional splits of people, events, and rarely politics. Today is the first actual episode of Logically, um, as the previous episode was just the intro to Logically, which I appreciate you listening to if you did. If not, hey, that's fine. I'm still going to tell you what the show's about today, just for new listeners. Um, Now, starting off with, this episode does have a warning. This has to do with human nature and its inability to change fast enough to evolve through generations. So, it's not exactly a political thing, but it is sort of a logistic reason behind politics. In other words, if this is something that you get, you know, upset about very easily, very quickly, something like that, just a forewarning. You can still watch the episode if you want to, obviously, but I'm just letting you know. So, what is Logically? Logically is a show where we talk about the logical-emotional splits. We talk about people and if they think logistically or if they think emotionally neither one is a bad nor a good thing we need people who think logically and we need people who think emotionally it's just something that the world needs to operate and especially to be able to keep any sort of morality in place but still progress now today one of the big things we're talking about actually the main thing we're talking about i'll get on a couple tangents within this but we're talking about social media And I thought this would be a very interesting one to start off with. So as I literally, you know, grand opening episode one starting kind of deal. As that's how I'm pushing logically. It's how I'm getting uh, the other creators in my creator group, Soulless TV, to actually get stuff done. Is is I'm getting them to push it through social media and I'm getting myself to push it through social media. Now, what are we talking about social media about, though? Um, main questions are, has it progressed, you know, humanity? Has it progressed our mindset? You know, has it progressed our technology? How has it affected us as a community, as a culture? How has it f- affected cultures that use it more commonly? So, you know, first world, second world countries. Um, mainly focusing on first world countries because it's, it's what I have the most experience with. Um, it's one of those things where Has it changed the way we live in a superbly drastic way, where it deserves this kind of attention that everybody gives it, where billions and billions of users are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we're going to talk about the differences between each platform. So, about a three minute mark, at least on recording, I guess it's not going to be that after editing. We're going to go ahead and go. First off, clear it up, social media is a double-edged sword. Social media has progressed us as a culture and as, you know, with our technology and all that kind of stuff, because people can communicate with social media comes the ease of communication, the ease of finding people. Now That's also a bit of a scary thing, you know, um, but the ease of communication, the ease of finding somebody. Oh, my God, there's this, you know, uh, there's this game developer that I want to talk to. Let me email their business email. I'll find it on social media, something like that. You know, people who don't have contacts don't have to have contacts now. You can just find them and at them, message them, whatever. Now, they might not respond because they might get that a lot uh, or they might respond. You really never know. Like that's it's it's a very open thing. We'll get a little more on that side later. What platforms have what effects, and why are they different? That's. Honestly, one of the biggest talking points of this entire episode. Um, and I'll start with Facebook because it's, you know, boomer book. Um, I say that. I use Facebook a lot. And I'm not a boomer. Actually, I know a lot of people who use Facebook and are not boomers. It's just one of the oldest social medias that are still, like, relevant, I believe. Uh, but so Facebook is generally what you see out of the older generations. Um, there's a lot of younger people who use it. There's a lot of people, younger people who are on it, but it's like, oh, it's just a family thing or something like that to keep in touch with family. That's usually what you hear a younger generation out of it. So you're looking at used by older generations. So the opinions and the kind of like technical technological knowledge that are thrown onto this, like the social media, this web page, this their Facebook calls the walls, right? Yeah. So. Onto their Facebook wall, they throw onto their opinions, and there are very, very, very radical opinions, very differing opinions, and, I mean, obviously there's also, there's everywhere in between, on any, everywhere, but with Facebook, it's very much politics. That is one of the most popular things posted on Facebook, period, is big political stuff. Um, now, most of these political things that are posted are not uh, tw- differing from Twitter, it's not a this is direct person is tweeting it or their offices or something like that or like messaging it or sending it out. It's actually like. It's papers, it's Washington Post, it's, you know, a bunch of other places that put articles out. I, can't, I, I don't know why I'm blanking, uh, but it's a bunch of people actually putting articles out. This is websites, this is newspapers, There's all that kind of stuff actually doing reports and people will spread it and use it to their narrative. Now, funnily enough, and massively ironic actually, that oftentimes people don't actually read the articles, they'll just read the headlines and they'll share it, something like that, and the article could be something entirely different. It's just one of those things. Most people don't click on the articles to look at them and read them. They just see them, they might see the name of you know, the paper, the whatever company that posted it, and they're just like, hey. I agree with that sentiment, and they're they're good. That's it. That's all they need. But why are people the way that they are with it? And I think one of the biggest things is Facebook puts you in an algorithm where, unless you friended a ton of people that don't share the same political opinions of you, where you're only going to see things that you agree with, and then obviously, depending on the people you friended, you might see stuff that you really, really disagree with. And that's sort of the same two sentiments of it. And oftentimes you'll see people who are sort of in the middle, but the most common thing is seeing things that you agree with, things that you visit, things that you like, you know, everybody says like, Oh, Facebook's always listening. Google's always listening, that kind of thing. Right. And it's something to that effect of they're always listening. They know what you like. They're going to use it to their advantage. So Facebook is a very cultivated, I would say a hardening process for someone's mindset. It, destroys open-mindedness in a way however if you use it right you can use it to learn both sides but you have to usually be actively trying to do something like that which is a hefty task in itself now that we're i think that's about all i can cover on facebook really Um, there's a bit more to it and obviously it's one of those things i can expand on if y'all are wanting me to but as a basis that's pretty you know it's pretty solid now on to Instagram now this is one it's also owned by Facebook but this one is much more popular with younger generations and it's it's kind of a funny thing actually that Facebook has the two different sites where they use you know or where different people will use it and Instagram is very much so a younger crowd now Instagram is also popular with the younger crowd Because you have several accounts that you can super, super easily log into, out of, that kind of thing. Whereas Facebook will block some of that kind of stuff. If you try to have a second account, you try to have a third account, oftentimes Facebook will be like, hey, this name or this picture or whatever has already been used or something like that. Now it doesn't always block that. And you can't exactly make up a username for Facebook either. You have to use your name. Sometimes Facebook will tell you, hey, this isn't a real name. Instagram, on the other hand, doesn't really care. Um, Instagram is much heavier with influencers. Now, Facebook again has quite a bit of those, but Instagram is like flooded with them. It's one of those big things. A bunch of people are like I'm an inst, in- you know, an Instagram influencer. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of people will do. Now, Instagram is also going to be one of the biggest ones for organic social media growth. And by that I mean it's easier to use Instagram's like hashtags uh, it's easier to use Instagram's hashtag feature and actually be found that way by people who are interested in looking at this stuff now they'll look up like you know small business something like that uh, I don't know exactly what you would do cuz I'm not actually on Instagram a whole ton I don't really use the hashtag system myself then again organic growth on Instagram isn't something again, I'm not on there. It's not something I'm as interested or worried about. And that's it's kind of that's kind of the side of Instagram. There's not a ton of politics on there. A lot of it is like motivational content, a lot of it is people just throwing it out there. And recently Instagram just introduced Instagram Reels, which is basically TikTok but not on TikTok. Um, A lot of people swapped over to that because they're like, oh, TikTok's dying, you know, that kind of thing. And that's one of the biggest worries. Now, one thing, I'm not actually going to be covering TikTok in this, by the way. So, like I said, Facebook is a hardening mechanism for people, whereas I think Instagram is more of a growth mechanism. Now, it might not be a maturity growth mechanism, but I think it might be more of a, I don't know, maybe more of a... Either finding out what you want to do mechanism, or it's going to be inspiration kind of deal. Now, if it is an inspiration kind of deal, then guess what? Boom, there you go. It's it's gonna okay. help you actually get to the goals you want. It's gonna help you get to the stuff that you want to do, or it's gonna help you find what you want to do. Now, that might just be what I've experienced from or from Instagram, and what I can find from Instagram. Um, other people may have very very differing opinions with that one, and. That's okay. This is just from what I could find. And all of these may differ a little. But the logical side is what we're really focused on. Twitter. God, Twitter is... Twitter's kind of the king of social media right now. Um, when it comes to social news, social media, social events. Obviously, social media it's king of social media. But they are... Uh, Twitter is the site right now. It's where the politicians are at. It's where teams are talking. You know, it's it's... It's just the place. It's where everybody is like, yeah, Twitter is where it's happening right now. Where it's happening, that probably hasn't been used for a while, has it? Oof. Throw that in here, I guess. But Twitter is big politics. Big, 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 big politics. Now, it's different than Facebook's politics, though, as I mentioned a little earlier, because Facebook's politics is like, oh, yeah, this article was put out. Now, Facebook or Twitter is still very heavy with, oh, yeah, this article was put out. But it's actually more heavy with, hey, this politician, this person has actually tweeted and said something. Um, Now, we all know who's probably the most famous for tweeting when it comes to politics, but undoubtedly, that helps anybody, really. It doesn't have to be just a specific person or that specific person. That really helps them reach their fan base or the people that believe in them or anything like that. It helps people show their more human side. It lets you actually express yourself. Now, with that being said, though, Twitter is very biased. Once again, it shows you stuff you're related to. Um, it shows you stuff that you actually like. Now, all social medias will do that. Not maybe not to the point of Facebook, but in my in my experience um, with Twitter, you can always sort of find what you want to find, and you can find things you don't. There's also the trending tab. Where you can just find stuff that's trending. I think if I go on to, and I'm actually going to open Twitter right now, you know, what's trending? Um, obviously, there's there's the for you trending stuff. So it gives me what? It gives me politics. It gives me technology, uh, news from stuff that, probably stuff that I've looked up or it's just, you know, popular news. It gives me Labor Day on, so that's, uh, that's promoted. So that's just an ad. And that's one thing as well. Not everything will tell you. I think actually, no. I, everything might tell you if something's promoted or not but you have to look for it obviously they're not going to put it in massive bold letters saying this is promoted no they, they want you to click on it they want, don't want you to think that's that um then there's something that says trending united states where i live oh, entertainment art and culture gaming tennis pop t- tennis why is i don't know why that's for me that that one's a confusing one uh, politics again this is european politics actually um, and then politics wants more, but then I can go to the, uh, virus stuff for news there, though. I would say find a more reliable news source for anything regarding uh, coronavirus other than social media. I mean, just, just don't rely on social media for accurate news. Honestly, read several articles. Always, always, always find a second opinion before you develop your opinion. Uh, Then I can look for regular trending stuff, like actual stuff trending. Uh, News, so you know, find stuff there. Sports, fun, entertainment. And actually, I was going to say the list goes on because it showed that it went on, but it does not. That's it. But so there's a bunch of different sections there. These sections also exist on the other sites, but with Twitter, it's a bit more user generated. Just from what I can see. Uh, with Twitter, with, uh, Instagram and Facebook, it seems a bit more iffy now this one, I'm going to be putting into one category, the next one, because they're the same, but very different in a way. Uh, and I'll talk about actually one of the biggest things is how they're different. And then of course we'll get into our next section, uh, YouTube and Twitch. Now with YouTube and Twitch, I'm also including any other, uh, video sharing sites, YouTube and Twitch just being the most popular ones, I would would throw Mixer in there, but Mixer's not exactly alive anymore. Also, it was really never a competitor to them, so, you know, sorry, Microsoft. Um, Now, YouTube and Twitch, very different, but also very alike. Now, on the live streaming side of things, oftentimes chat, if you're a bigger streamer, is spam. It's just people going in there and just, just trolling, just memeing, just joking, you know? Now, YouTube and VODs, uh, comment sections have obviously devolved over the years, and it's just turned into places doing jokes or making memes or something like that. But it's not exactly something that people can go into to really get real content or real, like, conversation anymore. You can still very, very, very well do that, but on bigger YouTubers, you can't. YouTube seems to be less lax with or I guess they used to be less lax with uh, DMCA rules, with using songs that you don't own, don't have a license to stuff like that. It was it's been a long time since they established like, hey, don't own it. Don't use it. If you don't have copyrights, don't use it. Period. Twitch just sort of introduced that, but they introduced it in kind of a terrible way to be honest and it screwed a lot of people over now twitch on the other hand honestly twitch it feels more alive than youtube youtube is and i'll go on youtube right now just a youtube i'll go on there i see who's uploaded on my little subscriptions bar i see and i'm like hey cool i have all my recommended stuff super happy you know i'm like yeah definitely want to watch some of these videos some of them are videos i've already watched you know i'm like all right cool yep already seen that one already seen that one already seen that one Uh, you see latest YouTube posts, YouTube posts are something I still can't really, I, I don't, I still don't really see why they're a biggest, the big thing. Um, but you know, whatever it works, you know, then of course you got more subscription things, uh, featured. There's always a featured section as well. today, the featured is music to inspire change. You know, you can go through, scroll through that stuff, uh, more subscription stuff, uh, virus news again take everything at very face value make sure you do your research on the people who you're watching including me i guess there's actually nothing on me so like this is your research this is the beginning find me on twitter at ag AGE fluffy uh it's, it's all i really got honestly it's also a quick shout out to myself on my own podcast so weird um so I just saw the clip uh the thumbnail for uh, one video and it looks ridiculous but I love it I'm gonna watch that video now there you go the effectiveness of uh, <laughs> the effectiveness of ridiculous thumbnails more subscription stuff just a bunch of like recommended and subscribed videos just a bunch of it actually uh, now on here there's also you know sections on YouTube but and when I say it feels more alive I certainly don't mean YouTube feels dead whatsoever but the thing is if I go on Twitch, all of these people are live right now that it's showing me, and that's really where it comes a difference. YouTube is like you know, stuff people have done, stuff like that. Now, I mean, obviously it depends on what you, what you watch on how live that feels, um, but they're very different communities, very different cultures. Honestly, to experience the cultures of each one, you'd really have to just, view. Go on there yourselves, go to youtube.com, go to twitch.tv, you know, go to those websites and just browse around, find stuff that you like. Twitch is much more gamer-centric when it comes to the majority of things, like if I go to browse right now, um, Among Us has the biggest, it's a game, Uh, Just Chatting, which is the second category, Uh, if I were streaming right now, that's what I would be under, Just Chatting. Then you've got, I mean, like Just Chatting is usually the most viewers on Twitch, when it comes down to it, um, but you know everything else is basically games. Number one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You know, basically all the way up until slots. I think, and technically that's still a game, but I'm not gonna count it just cause. Um, up until seventeenth place in viewers per category, um, the out of seventeen, basically two are not video games so if you're looking for that kind of content that you can really find majority of on youtube which is going to be uh vlogs it's going to be cooking shows that kind of stuff obviously there's a lot more than just vlogs and cooking shows uh, tech reviews and all that kind of stuff and a lot of them are mainly on youtube it's if you're looking for edited content youtube if you're looking for live gameplay uh just chatting if i go and just chatting right now eight ball tournaments oh it's call me carson nice uh reaction stuff. I mean a lot of the stuff is stuff you'd also just see on you know on YouTube. A lot of people actually do cut down their videos and put it on YouTube as well. So big difference between those two. Um however the reason I kinda push them together is they've actually had about the same effect on uh the way that our social media has progressed and the way that we've progressed. So all right. So enough talking about which platform does what now it's actually like think about it a little are these good effects is it good to have facebook as a hardening mechanism instagram as a bit of a finding yourself finding your motivation twitter twitter's an open barrel of monkeys dude honestly um it's crazy it really is it's uh i think it's in toy story 2 might be in toy story 1 not sure but when they say you know barrel of monkeys and they drop the barrel of monkey bombs and all that kind of stuff it's why i say that um it's that chaotic like, it is, it is hundreds of thousands of small red monkeys with fixated arms running at you, and you have no clue what to do. Uh, Twitter's crazy, basically. And, but it helps people grow. However, if you use it in the exact same way that Facebook does as well, it's almost the same thing. So and then YouTube and Twitch kind of just being an open space for anybody to create and obviously if you have like a face cam or something like that and people see you and you're talking and you're talking to a camera you're making your point whatever something like that it's the reason why they don't do political debates as a podcast if you're able to see the person if you can put a face to the voice to the name to the title or position or whatever they are like then you can relate so much better and you will understand and like them so much more so you know it's one big thing about youtube and twitch of course but are they really good effects and honestly it's it's again it's a double-edged sword because social media is wonderful for the evolution of humanity however due to human and the animal instincts that are instilled in humans since the beginning of time we can't evolve our minds fast enough to where our biases that we're raised with like pretty much if you're raised with a bias you're raised in a specific way you believe that to be true facts like it's just that's what it is it is just factual it's not an opinion it's not something like that but if you believe that kind of thing and if you let that sit around and stay then you're not going to progress with that mindset you are going to you know, you're going to sit there. You're going to believe in that. So that's one big thing where everything that I personally believe in is a very open thing. If someone proves me wrong and, or, you know, I find out that what I believed in was wrong or, Oh, maybe I don't agree with it because it doesn't, I like, it doesn't adhere to other policies that I personally have. Then I will swap. And I believe that to a logistic manner, that is how people should be. But Biases are not a logistic thing. Biases are a emotional thing. It's generally a fear-based thing, actually. Um, so, social media. Social media would be phenomenal for human growth. And it has been for years. It's been one of the driving forces to so many movements. It's been the driving forces to get so many companies to do better. And it really has helped human nature. It really has helped humans progress. But our minds don't allow us to progress as fast as we really need to. So that is social media. And thank you for listening to Logically. Episode 2 slash, you know, 1. Not the intro, so episode 1, basically. Uh, My name is Daniel, or AGE Fluffy. Like I said earlier in the episode, you can find me on Twitter, at AGE Fluffy. Uh, And if you have any questions, at me there. Let me know. Uh, If you're watching this from one of my Twitter posts, you, you already know where to find me. So I don't have to tell you. I'll see you on the next episode.